0: The salutation and the collect of the day. If, if you have your bulletin with you, the Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, merciful Father, since you have wakened from death the shepherd of your sheep, grant us your Holy Spirit that when we hear the voice of our shepherd, we may know him who calls us each by name and follow where he leads. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
1: Amen. The Old Testament reading today is from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of our Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. Christ has risen from the dead.
2: God the Father has crowned him with glory and honor.
0: He has given him dominion over the works of his hands.
2: He has put all
1: epistle reading is from 1st chapter 1st Peter chapter 2 19 through 25 this is a gracious thing when mindful of God one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly for what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it you endure but if when you do good and suffer for it you endure this is a gracious thing in the sight of God He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks
2: be to God.
0: Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Ooh. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, We sing our next hymn, the hymn of the day, The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. It's number 709. will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God, our Father, and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is the 23rd Psalm that was just read. If you have that in front of you, keep that there, uh, because we'll be referring to three particular verses as we go through here this morning. The author, Chad Bird, somebody that I reference quite a bit, wrote an article about this particular psalm. And in that article, he begins by writing that this psalm is sort of like an old friend that you sort of begin to learn new things about. If there is a psalm that is quoted perhaps the most often by church people by Christians it is probably the 23rd psalm it is probably the one that they have memorized and the most and know by heart but this morning we're going to be talking about three verses in particular and we're going to be talking about things that perhaps we didn't know about these verses and about this psalm before and so as we begin i want us to concentrate on three images the first is that of chasing somebody through a maze, or perhaps this one. I remember just a few weeks ago, uh, there, was, uh, there was an agency that brought out some of its very specially trained dogs, that were, and they brought them out to the school, and they brought these dogs out in order to show the kids just how specially trained that they were, they would Uh, They knew where to find people. They knew how to to sniff out certain things. Well, one of the examples of the training that they showed us was that they brought three really giant blue barrels. And what they did was they had Will Carr, if you're listening, Will, shout out. They had Will Carr duck inside and hide himself into one of these giant blue tubes. And the idea was, was that the dog would just know which tube that Will was going to to be hiding in, even though he couldn't see. And it didn't so much amaze me that the dog knew where that Will was, or it, it didn't so much amaze me that the dog knew to go look for Will, but it amazed me that the dog knew exactly which barrel that Will was in. You see, he didn't go first to barrel number one, sniff around and then he didn't find anything, and then go to barrel number two, sniff around and he didn't find anything, but rather he went exactly to the barrel that Will was in because he knew that he was there. So that's the first image. The second image is an image of children. Children need their parents. My kids are no exception When it comes to nighttime and it comes to bed, my kids, especially the two boys, they want to snuggle with one of the parents in particular, it's not me, but they want to snuggle and read with their mom because they want to feel close with their mom. They want to feel protected by her and they want to feel and know that she is with them. And the third image is not so much of an image as it is a truth. We know from the gospel accounts that Jesus goes and he becomes and he gets baptized. And the question is, why? Why does Jesus go and become baptized? We know that he didn't have sin, so we know that that's not the reason. So, why did Jesus become baptized? Baptized? Hang on to that question as we move forward. So what do these images have to do with the text? Well, again, from verse 6, if you will look at that with me, it says, goodness and mercy follow me. Now, the word follow here in the, in the Hebrew isn't really strong enough. It's not like the goodness and mercy of, of God sort of just, just very politely and very gently follow us. The Hebrew denotes something much more powerful. It's rather like a parent that is frantically looking for their child in the store that they have lost. Francis Thompson, in his poem called The Hound of Heaven, put it really, really well. Listen to what he writes. He says, I fled him down the nights and down the days. I fled him down the arches of the years. I fled him down the labyrinthine ways of his own mind, and in the midst of tears I hid from him and under running laughter. And now listen to how Thompson describes the one, capital O, the one who chases him. From those strong feet that followed, followed after, but with hurrying chase and unperturbed pace. Deliberate speed, majestic instancy. Now, of that long pursuit comes on at hand the brute. That voice is round me like a bursting sea. He says, Rise, clasp my hand, and come. I am he whom thou seekest. Or perhaps if poetry isn't exactly your thing, how about from Jesus himself? Jesus is the shepherd that risks his life and in fact gives it for the one lost sheep that thought he knew better for himself and went his own way, only to find that his way led to peril and destruction. And so the shepherd chases us down with his mercy. He hunts us down with his grace. Followed is just not a strong enough word to use. Hounded. Is more like it. The next verse, verse 4. Now, many of you have heard me talk about this before, and so if you have, that's perfectly fine because this just needs repeating. Verse 4 is the heart of this psalm it says, For you are with me. In this psalm, there are exactly 26 Hebrew words before this phrase and exactly 26 Hebrew words after. It is in the very center of this psalm about the Good Shepherd. And so, as creatures, we need to know that God is with us. We need to know that in the midst of the ups and the downs of life that our Creator and Redeemer, the rock of our salvation, is with us. And this is why this psalm was formed the way that it was. And then, like I said, some of you have heard this before, but it cannot be repeated enough. I want you to think back to when you are praying either, uh, e- e- when you are praying um, either with yourself or with somebody else. And oftentimes, and I catch myself doing this same thing, when we don't quite know what to say, we say something like, God, we pray that you would be with them. And so when we don't know exactly how to pray for someone, when we don't know exactly what they need prayed for, Lord, be with them, is oftentimes the words that we end up saying. And I think the reason for why this is, is because we know that God knows what the person needs. I also think that perhaps this is what we would want prayed for us. That the God of all, that the God of creation, the all-powerful, knowing, and living God who has conquered sin would be with us. That that God, our God, would be with them, whoever it is that we are praying for. And so as Byrd writes in his Article, whether we are in the valley of the shadow of death, surrounded by enemies, whether we are in green pastures beside still waters, the Lord is with us. And this verse is the heart of this psalm. And so now we get to the third image, or a lot, like I said, the 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 third truth. I asked the question: why does Jesus get baptized? He didn't have any sin. So why does he come and become baptized by John the Baptist? Well, we find the answer in Matthew chapter 3. When John goes to Christ, he says to him, Why are you coming to me to be baptized? I should be baptized by you. And Jesus tells John very, very plainly, Let it be so now. Baptize me, John. So, as to fulfill all righteousness. That is to say, that John, you need to baptize me because I am going to make righteousness for my people. Because alone, they are simply not able to. And so, what does he do? Well, then he gets baptized, and in so doing, he repents on behalf of the people. He turns away from sin permanently. And then he gives us this perfection, this perfect repentance, this righteousness. And so what does this have to do with Psalm 23? Well, again, turn your attention to verse 3. He restores my soul, it says. And again, Bird helps us to understand the Hebrew. The word for restore here is also often used in the Old Testament for the word repent. So literally, the Good Shepherd repents us. And why does he do this? Well, because left to our own effort, as we have said before, we don't even repent right. We can't do it. We might say that we want to, we might try as best as we can, and yet every time we fall back into sin, whether it's the same sin or a different sin, we can't even repent correctly. Because the child who is lost in the store either does two things. Number one, they don't care and are just wandering around without giving a second thought to the parents' anxiety and worry. Or number two, when they are lost and they realize it, they will just sit there and they will cry. Until their parent comes and finds them and scoops them up in their arms He gets baptized because sheep who are lost don't bring themselves home. The shepherd does. Now, personally, I get so irritated when I hear other Christians talk about how they have a lifelong journey of pursuing God, as if He is somehow running away from them or walking faster than they are. And so, to the ones who have been pursuing God, I ask you, how's that going? for you have you caught him yet allow psalm 23 to help you with this you are not the pursuer god is god has been and will always be the one who pursues you because unlike you god actually catches you and when he does he is the one who brings you home This is why Jesus is baptized. This is why he was crucified. This is why he was raised again. This is why he is called Emmanuel, God with us. Because it wasn't going to take any chances. He was going to make absolutely sure that you were were with him in life, in death, and in eternity. And so each day, each day that we live, The Good Shepherd brings us home after hounding us, hounding us through the maze of sin in our lives. And then he puts you on his back and he brings you home. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith. We do so using the Apostles' Creed, as is found printed in your hymnal or in your bulletin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. At this time, we would normally be collecting our offering, so instead we will use this time, as we have been, to remind everybody of the three ways that you can continue to give your offering and your tithe. The first way is to go to the website, trinity1874.com. Find the Donate button on the first page in the top right um, corner, uh, and just follow the directions, and you will be able to give that way. The second way is to, is to um, stop by the North Breeze Way, There is an offering basket just outside of the church office, and you can drop your offering and your tithe off um, during during that time. And, of course, the the third way is that you can uh, mail your your offering or your tithe uh, to the church office. And so we continue with the offertory. us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Dear Lord, we give you thanks for this day and giving us this time to worship you and to receive from you the gift of your holy word. As today signals a new day in our lives, your refreshing word gives us the strength to live a life filled with joy and hope. Remind us this week, Lord, that you are the good shepherd, that you are the one who hounds us with your grace in mercy and with your goodness lord we we thank you for this because lord left to our own devices we would not be able we would not be able to come close to being able to catch you or to follow you so instead you catch us and you follow us lord in your mercy we lift up the sick those who battle with emotional or spiritual issues those who are hospitalized, those who will be undergoing surgery, those on the road to recovery, those who find themselves confined to their homes for whatever reason. We lift up all those who are on our health list, for Melba and for Landreth, Janice and Carol, Ethel and Joan, Steve, Becky, Bob Curdy, Bob Dotson, Bob Jelinek, Gary Deegan, Emma Kahn, Clint, Wayne, Rose Marie, John Alexander, John Eden, Debbie, Mary, Lisa, Catherine, Joe and Judy, Louise, Dana, Little Sutton, Grace, Norma, Florine, Sherry, and for Fawn Hansen, who is recovering from surgery on her elbow. And Lord, we lift up all those who are suffering, whether it be physically, spiritually, or emotionally, that would name before you in our hearts now. Lord in your mercy Hear our We pray for all of the brave men and women who serve us in the armed forces. We think of all first responders, police fire and emergency personnel as they answer the call for help. Father, we pray that you will watch over them, protect them against all harm, strengthen and encourage them so that they can remain strong and courageous. Lord in your mercy.. Hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray for the leaders that you have gifted to us who hold positions of service nationally in our state and in our local communities. Father, these people have accepted the responsibility of leadership as part of their commitment to serve. Send your Holy Spirit to give them true wisdom to govern in a way that glorifies your name. Help them make decisions during these days that are are for the good of your people. Keep us mindful of your command that we support and speak well of them. Lord, in your mercy.
2: Hear, I pray.
0: Lord God, we come to you for healing and encouragement during these days of uncertainty and suffering. Be with us as we continue to deal with this national illness. Protect all the health care workers who tend to the sick. Be with those who now deal with unemployment. Give us all a fuller measure of faith in the promises of your word. Grant that we may live trustingly one day at a time, knowing that you will not fail us, that you are in, that you are in control of all things. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O oh Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And together we pray the prayer that the Lord himself gave us to pray. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. We sing our final hymn, Let Us Ever Walk With Jesus, number 685. Just a few announcements before we close with worship today. Um, First of all, uh, if you are wondering how to give your offering or your uh, tithe, again, uh, the church website is available by by clicking on the donate button, uh, and it will take you to questions about tithelead.com, which is the program that we use. If you have any questions about that, please contact Christopher Menning, uh, and he will be uh, able to help you with those. You may you you can also mail it to the church office. And you can also drop it off at the Church of the North Breezeway. There is an offering basket right outside there. Um, If you had not already heard, next Sunday, May 10th, we are going to be sort of reopening uh, the church to the public. Um, Based off of the information that we have been given from the governor's office and the Lawrence County Health Department, um, we will be able to do that with certain social distancing guidelines uh, that we will have to use and abide by. Uh, as I've said in the letter, there um, well, I guess, let me back up. There is a letter that has gone out by email on the Church and the School Facebook page, and it will also be a, um, next to a printed copy, will also be next to the parish collar that you can pick up um, in, the, uh, in the North Breezeway. Um, basically, uh, every other pew is going to be marked off and when you come in, you are welcome to sit in any one of those pews that are open, um, as, and just we, we just ask that you would please remember the six-foot rule of the social distancing guidelines. Uh, there will be more announcements about that um, to come, and especially on that Sunday morning. That service is going to have an Easter Sunday feel to it, since we did not have the opportunity to, um, to be together uh, in God's house to, to sort of have our... Easter Sunday, Um, that Sunday, this Sunday, May 10th, will have an Easter feel to it. Um, With that in in mind, um, just, uh, oh, I guess, let me back up. There will also not be any um, adult Bible class or Sunday school for the time being until the social distancing guidelines are lessened. Uh, with that in mind, too, the church office is going to remain locked, and, but will be open by phone and email. So if you have uh, to contact the church office in some way, uh, you may continue to do so either by phone or by emailing the church office. And uh, we are also going to be continuing to do the Facebook Live service during this uh, um, time, even though we will be reopening for public worship. Um, will also, we will also continue to use the podcast and, of course, the radio uh, as well. And finally, uh, our school uh, is currently seeking a kindergarten teacher and a middle school math and science teacher for, the, for this coming year, the 2020-2021 school year. Um, if you know of anyone who would, who would fit these spots um, or uh, if you yourself would like to apply, please apply by May the 4th. If you have any questions, please contact the, the school and they will be happy to answer those for you. So again, please be looking for the letter uh, that came out on Friday. Um, if you did not have a copy of that letter and the information that is in it, please call the church office and we will be happy to get you one in some way. There's a lot of really important info in there uh, that will give you an idea of what to expect on May the 10th, but I look forward to seeing everybody. Um, and uh, um, uh, oh, and just uh, what one last thing it mentions this in the letter, um, but I also want to just underline it here. Um, if you uh are not yet comfortable, whether you are um, currently sick or not, um, if you are not yet comfortable to come to um, church, that is perfectly okay, and uh, we want you. Um, to feel comfortable when you, when you come. Uh, so um, please do not, do not think that anybody will judge you or criticize you um, uh, if you just yet do not feel comfortable um, to come. Please uh, continue to be in prayer about that and then come when you are able uh, and when you feel the most comfortable to do so. Uh, That's all of the announcements that I have. I pray God's blessings to be upon you uh, during this week, and I look forward to seeing uh, a lot of people, hopefully, on Sunday, May the 10th.